Today we are talking more about that tragedy that unfolded in Wisconsin on Sunday. And today, just a community grappling uh, with learning how to cope with what has happened. And so joining us live right now, we're going to go to our station, WMTV. One of our reporters, Colton, has been there covering the story since the tragedy unfolded Sunday. Colton, thanks so much for joining us here on Local News Live. Uh, right now, let's get into kind of where you are and how the community is kind of wrapping their arms around what happened. Jessica, one of the many ways that they're coping with what happened Sunday night, the horrendous tragedy that happened, is by setting up uh, monuments and, and memorials like you see in Veterans Park. Now, Veterans Park is located at the end of Main Street. That is where the Christmas parade was held. And at the end of Main Street, you see, I'll flip you guys around here, you will see Veterans Park. There we go, Veterans Park. You can see that people have set up right here all sorts of candles. They have stuffed animals, signs, flowers. There are even some crosses, some flags. That's all here to remember those who were lost and those who were impacted by the tragedy that occurred Sunday night. And folks were laying these out all day yesterday. There's been several people who have come here this morning as well to lay, light a candle, to lay out some flowers, to help honor and remember those who were lost in the tragedy Sunday. But this isn't the only place up and down Main Street, I had a chance to early this morning to drive around up and down Main Street. And there are all sorts of spots on, at intersections, at buildings where people have set up candles and signs and just placed mementos, all sorts of ways to try and remember and honor those who have been lost in that tragedy Sunday. And this whole community has been trying to wrap its arms around each other as it moves forward. There was a candlelight vigil last night, schools have canceled classes. The Waukesha School District has canceled classes as well as Carroll University. And there's all sorts of places offering counseling services across the Waukesha community, places like Waukesha South High School offering counseling services, offering lots of resources for people to try and bounce back from just this horrendous event that happened just a couple of days ago. Yeah, and so Colton, while we talk about this, you mentioned the vigil, and we had live coverage last night of the vigil that was held um, there. I believe it was at Cutler Park. Is that where it was held last night? Yes. And so as you know, this morning we kind of took a look back and just so many raw emotions and so many people turned out for that vigil. What can you tell us about, about the vigil that was held last night? You're right. It was a lot of people with just their raw emotions coming, just looking for for somebody who understands what they're going through. And there was a lot of people there who were trying to collectively move on from this. And he, I saw there was, there was a gentleman who came out this morning. He was here around uh, seven o'clock and he just kind of sat here and teared up staring at the, the candles here. I, I think there's a lot of people that are, are searching for some answers and searching for a way to to move on and we were talking NBC 15 was talking with a few people who were setting out candles yesterday and for a lot of people this is uh, obviously something that has really challenged them is struggling uh, to to grope with what has happened here but there's a lot of people who have also used this as an opportunity to be grateful for what they have to count their blessings moving forward and so there's a lot of people handling this in a lot of different ways and obviously there's no one good way to go about this. There's no one easy way to go about this because this is an incredible tragedy that this entire community is trying to move on from together.
And so I'm going to ask you for our viewers um, that may not be aware, which so many people obviously know what has unfolded there in Waukesha, Wisconsin, um, what happened Sunday. But for our viewers who may not be familiar um, with this story, take us back to Sunday, to this tragedy that unfolded during a Christmas parade. Yeah, Jessica, so that Christmas parade, it was actually canceled last year due to the pandemic. And so it was something where a lot of people were were bouncing back with this parade, bouncing back with uh, a new look at, obviously, a very muted holiday season last year, bouncing back with uh, the parade returning with a different outlook to the holidays. And then you had this tragedy happen. You had an SUV crash through barricades on Main Street, which again is just a few blocks from this location we're at this morning, and strike people in this Christmas parade, killing five people and injuring up to 48 people was the last count that yeah. the Waukesha Police Department announced yesterday. But again, they're anticipating even more people coming forward uh, with reported injuries because so many people, there was so much happening. It was so chaotic on Sunday night that people were taking themselves to the hospital to try and get help as soon as possible. So right now, five people have died as a result of that SUV crashing into the parade and 48 others for right now, the report is, have suffered serious injuries, including six kids who last reported were still in the ICU. They had 18 victims between the ages of three to 16 who were in hospitals over the last couple of days. So just incredibly, incredibly heart-wrenching stuff happening Sunday night. And uh, like we mentioned throughout this, uh, the Waukesha community now trying to grapple with that and move on and heal from that. Yeah. And Colton, um, I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, if, if your camera is able to, do you mind kind of walking up close to that vigil and we can read some of the signs that we're seeing there? Because, um, again, I know this is heartbreaking for this community and so many people from across the nation um, have really paid their respects and tributes. And, and you know, they want to they want to pretend like, you know, this is something that didn't happen, but unfortunately it did. And so I'm just curious as to what what all we're seeing here. So as you can see, lots and lots of candles. We have all sorts of flowers, roses. We have some crosses laid out. We have, uh, it looks like a couple of Santa Clauses tucked away, lots of stuffed animals. We have some bears over here, some signs over on this side. Let me take you over to the other side of this memorial. We have some more stuffed animals, some signs expressing prayers for the family, for those who were lost, and the family members, the friends of those people who were lost or impacted. A lot of a lot of people just trying to express themselves, trying to honor those in the best way they know how who are impacted by the tragedy that happened Sunday. And I let's talk about today. Um, thank you for giving us that closer look in, into what's there for the vigil. But let's talk about today. I know you're the morning reporter um, trying to work on your stories. What, what are y'all anticipating today? Are y'all anticipating um, any new press conferences or any new information to be released um, in the coming hours? I was actually just checking up on the Waukesha Police Department Facebook page. They haven't announced any new press conferences yet, but they are holding at a site north of the city. They are hosting uh, an opportunity for people to come. There were so many pieces and so many items left on the parade route that they gathered up and now they're offering the opportunity for people to go and collect those 
things okay. like chairs, blankets, all of those type of things that, that were left as people were in a mad dash to get away from the SUV or to get people who were injured to a hospital to get them help. All that stuff was left. And so the police department came through down Main Street yesterday, uh, late in the morning, and they gathered up all that stuff, packed it into vans. And now at a location north of the, the city, there are going to host a kind of a, almost like an open house where they're letting people come through and find their items, their their possessions that were left in the mad dash of Sunday night and recollect those items later today. Yeah. Okay. So, Colton, I have a question for you. Um, you know, we have followed along with this story as it unfolded Sunday. And, of course, the press conferences yesterday we've shared with our national audience. And so we have talked about the victims. We have talked about this horrific tragedy. We have talked about the children, um, as you as you mentioned, 18 children um, ages 3 to 16 were taken to the hospital. And I believe three sets of siblings were included in that. And just as the information comes in, I mean, just so hard for people to, grasp what has actually happened because it's just such a tragedy and you know we've talked about the suspect uh, Daryl Brooks um, facing five counts intentional homicide so we've gone over all these elements and we've been following along with y'all's coverage there at WMTV but what is something since you've been on the ground there reporting and uh, sharing the information with this community here and the state of Wisconsin what is something that, that we're not hearing about what is something that you haven't been able to report about that you would like to share you know, I, I tried to get in contact. I haven't been able to get an on-camera interview yet because of the scramble of everything, but I reached out and actually got in contact with the director, the founder of the Waksha Extreme Dance Team, which was part of the parade and had a lot of members in that parade, that dance team, as well as uh, several people who were injured, several kids who were injured. And her name is Sandy, and she actually came in. I, I found her yesterday. She came in Sunday night because she was out of town while her dance team was at that parade. And she came back when she, once she saw the news, she came back and I caught her at her studio and just the exhaustion, the pain on her face as she was headed to the hospital yesterday morning, just to try and figure out who, what members of her team, what people who she was in their lives all the time uh, as, as the founder of this dance studio, what members were in the hospital and trying to connect with family members in the, the scramble and the, the chaos of everything from Sunday night into Monday morning, just trying to figure out who was hurt, who was doing okay. You could see the weight of that on her shoulders. You could see the weight of that in her face. And I think a lot of people, that has been their life for the last 24 hours, plus going away from that incident Sunday night was just trying to figure out who was okay. If you weren't here, uh, if you aren't living in this area, but you know you have family here, you have friends here, and you know they were probably at the parade, just trying to figure out who's doing okay, who is injured, who's in the hospital, who is okay. I can't imagine the stress of that. And now that maybe some of that has started to organize itself, now is a chance maybe to start looking ahead and start healing from that. But you got to think, I know that the event happened Sunday night, but for a lot of these people, the chaos continued well into Monday morning and into even Monday afternoon. Yeah, and so now that we're here on Tuesday, I mean, really, this morning, I know you've kind of been out and about. I know it's still early, but what, I mean, what is, what is the feeling like there in the community? Pain. It's a lot of pain. As people are coming up here, people are tearing up, crying, coming up here, trying to, to light a candle, trying to leave something. There's still a lot of pain, and you can see it on people's faces. You can see it on the heavy way they walk. You can see it on the way they, they have to take a knee. They have to take a moment because they can't even stand looking at this memorial 
it's a lot of pain still. And so I'd kind of like to take us back to yesterday. You know, um, they had the press conference with the police department, um, the police chief there talking about, you know, right now, um, we're focused on the victims. We're focused on the victims' families. We're focused on coping as a community, coming together and persevering. Obviously, the mayor there as well from Waukesha um, kind of reiterating the same words. And, and are you seeing that happen? Are you seeing the focus um, right now as really a persevering community? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people wanting to come together and, and try and help each other move past this. I think you see that in uh, all the counseling services that are set up and the, the numbers that they have issued out for people who, who need help working through this tragedy, for people who want to try and locate a family member or somebody they think was at the parade. All of these are ways to try and help everyone get through this as a community together. And so I, I think that there you see a lot of that kind of putting each other their arms around each other here in Waukesha. Well, Colton, I do appreciate your time. I know you are really busy, but um, before I leave you this morning, I do want to ask, because you are the morning reporter, obviously you are on the ground early and uh, getting a head start. So what exactly is your story that you're going to, are you anticipate working on today, just so we can follow along here and uh, encourage our nationwide audience to um, check out your story of later today? I'm going to try and head over where they have those uh, the, the items from the parade route. Okay. See if people are coming and picking those up today and see if they're willing to, to share their story, share why, what happened Sunday night, but also why, why the item they're coming back for is so important and how this will make it an even more important item that they're going to retrieve and then have in their lives. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. That really kind of puts the human uh, element to that story. That's what I'll be working on. All right. Well, again, this is Colton Molesky from our station WMTV out of Madison, Wisconsin. And, okay, so y'all are in Madison. This happened in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Kind of paint the picture as to the location there, how far y'all are from uh, Waukesha. So this is about an hour and change east of Madison. This is a suburb of Milwaukee. So okay. when you're heading out of Madison, you head basically straight east towards Milwaukee and you hit Waukesha. Okay. All right. Well, again, Colton, thank you so much for joining us here on Local News Live just uh, to give us a better insight look into uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin and where y'all are today. So I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jessica. All right. Have a good one. We'll check in with Colton later. Um, you were watching Local News Live. We were just speaking with our reporter from our station, WMTV, out of Madison, Wisconsin. And that was Colton Molesky. He has been on the ground since this unfortunate tragedy unfolded Sunday in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Five people killed, at least 48 others injured. Uh, it, it all happened during a Christmas parade Sunday uh, when the driver of an SUV became barreling through. I'm sure you have seen the video um, just very heartbreaking, heart-wrenching video. And this is a story that has just really captured the attention of so many people across our nation. And so we wanted to check in with our reporter there from WMTV, that's NBC 15 there in Madison, just to get a better idea of what's unfolding today, what the community is looking like today, how they are coping with the process of this tragedy. And so uh, fortunately, you know, we have heard from the police chief, we have heard from the mayor, we have heard some from other city leaders as well as physicians who have treated some of the patients saying, hey, we're not, it's not going to stop here. We're coming together as a community. We are going to work together and we are going to persevere. And so last night um, they did have a prayer vigil about 5 p.m. and just, you you know, we showed you the video live right here on Local News Live, and you could just see a sea of people. And as Colton mentioned um, during our live interview, 
it was just raw emotions that continued to unfold during that prayer vigil. Just an absolute heartbroken community right now in um, Wisconsin. So we will continue to follow along with this coverage throughout the day here on Local News Live. And of course, um, I encourage you to head on over to WMTVMBC15.com for continuing coverage of this developing story. And, um, you know, they are going to have new stories throughout the day today. So we will do our best to showcase those for you right here on Local News Live. And uh, any new information that comes out will, of course, be providing that update for you. Any live press conferences will be able to hopefully showcase those for you live right here on Local News Live. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm Jessica Bowman, and I'm going to end this Facebook Live, but I don't want you to stop watching us here on Local News Live. You can continue watching Local News Live. All you have to do is go to your local great television station. You can go to any of their platforms. You can go to Roku. You can download their app. You can go to their website. So many different avenues here, and if they Hey, your local Grace station is not in their local newscast. All you have to do is hit watch live and you'll be able to continue on with our live coverage right here on Grace Television's National Newsworks Local News Live.